Charlotte. It's Shelby. It's Riley. And And it's it's time time to smut up and listen. Just a reminder for today's episode and all future episodes, our opinions are subjective. We don't advocate for kink shaming or author shaming. This is all in good smutty fun. Enjoy. And today's episode trigger warnings are explicit sexual content. And today's book is Stuffed by Sylvia Morrow. And we were originally going to do A Ruin of Roses by K.F. Breen, and we had it recorded and the file got corrupted. So this is a last minute episode. I busted this entire book out yesterday. So I'm going to be telling Riley and Shelby all about this beautiful tale. And I can't wait because I am excited. I am also excited for this one. So it was a nice little surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Silver linings, but I will be backing up files from now on (laughs) because there's always a lesson to be learned. Always. There always is. And my quote for you guys is, I admit, I'm a nervous virgin as well, but being a pillow, I don't have the virginity hangups people do, and so I feel it's my responsibility to take the lead. You know, being a pillow. (laughs) (laughs) This book was... The reason I'm most excited about this episode, and I know you two will understand, but for other people, is because of Big Mouth. I kept thinking about Jay Bilzerian's pillow. Yes. I'm so excited. Okay, now that I have that reminder, that's what I'm going to be picturing. Just Jay's fuck pillows? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love them. Oh, and on Goodreads, I gave this one a three, but I I would definitely round up to a three and a half. I was torn between a three and a four, but secretly I didn't want anybody to judge me for <laughs> reading it a four so i went down to a three i was even shocked to see the three i thought it was really fun but, oh. yeah. <laughs> all right so we start in our female main character's pov her name is Anne. she gets to her apartment when her slimy landlord asks her for her rent money even though it's not due for five more days she has a nervous tick where she rubs her fingers together and jimmy is triggering it so she's just sitting there rubbing her fingers together and she has a lot of ticks Um, But this one's most prominent and she goes to her therapist and is like working through it. It sounds like she has some sort of like obsessive compulsive disorder. I was just going to ask. Yeah. Yeah. And she has other symptoms of that that we'll get into. So she hates all things germs. So she doesn't date and she certainly doesn't have sex because she's just completely grossed out by the idea of bodily fluids and like rubbing up against someone. That's fair. I get it. Yeah. She's only attracted to fictional characters. So she's really into anime and that's what she's into. Okay. Right. She goes inside her apartment and scrubs herself clean before plopping into bed to watch some anime, clutching her favorite pillow between her thighs. And I believe it doesn't specifically name the anime, but I think it's Black Butler. Um, which I've never seen, but I'm pretty sure that's what she's watching. Okay. With my perfect pillow between my legs and my fictional boyfriend on the TV, everything is just in the right world. My satin pajama pants feel so smooth against my thighs, my ass, along my sensitive folds. They're already (laughs) slick with the juices the animations have drawn from me tonight. I grip my pillow tighter, imagining it's the mysterious butler from the television and sliding myself slowly up and down against it. Grind on that pillow, girl. (laughs) I have never humped a pillow. No, neither have I. It's never crossed my mind. But I do think it's a thing that people do. I think 100%. It's like in TV shows and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I feel like that's like your first gay 
gateway into like masturbation is like using objects around your house. Right, but I've never been like I want to hump a going pillow. to town on your pillow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I don't think I would get any pleasure from that because it's just like a soft blob. That's true. Yeah, you need. But like, I mean, the edge of a table. Yeah, fuck a table. <laughs> yeah, fuck the corner of a table. <laughs> She's thinking about her fictional anime men as she starts to fully ride her pillow. I push harder against the pillow, letting the satin of these pink pajama pants slide against my slippery pussy. (laughs) 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 I'm really wet now, and I dip my hips against the pillow, opening my legs wide for a moment to slip along my core where I'm leaking for my butler. (laughs) Leaking? Leaking for her butler. My legs close tight as I grind as hard as I can against the pillow, soaking through my pants and into the pillow itself at this point i'm sure oh my god so many juices yeah so she's a juicy girl <laughs> a juicy girl <laughs> my clit is forced against the layers of fabric relentlessly ground against a firm block of feathers and cotton over and over until my legs squeeze and shake a silent scream forms in my mouth as my eyes close tight my cunt spasms against the pillow and i come hard <laughs> so she got like an extra firm pillow it's not like yeah, too does. like soft and blobby yeah she's got one of those pillows that like if you played a pillow fight with her she'd knock your ass out (laughs) (laughs) like uh rob schneider (laughs) yeah yes (laughs) those like fucking square pillows that are pointless the like memory foam yes i don't like those (laughs) no that's what we have oh (laughs) you have memory foam how do you sleep at night shelby how do you sleep at night? <laughs> Not very good right now, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Before she dozes off, she whispers, good night, my darling, into her pillow, and she swears she hears it reply. <laughs> she loves her pillow. Uh-huh. <laughs> we switch to the pillow's POV. <laughs> <laughs> we switch to the pillow's POV. <laughs> This is weirder than a turkey. A turkey's like a living (laughs) being, at least. Just wait. (laughs) He's completely and utterly in love with Anne and so happy that she decided to make love to him tonight. (laughs) We learn that he's the product of a phoenix mating with a goose. The goose was cooked and the phoenix was too depressed to be reborn and its feathers fell into the pile of goose down that was gathered to make pillows. And then it was put into one of those goose feather pillows, like the fancy organic goose feather pillows. Oh. There was a, a rogue phoenix feather in there. Oh. The passion from Anne brought him to life. <laughs> <laughs> while Anne sleeps a fly lands on the pillow and he kills it absorbing its life force how does he kill it he sucks the life force out of it that's terrifying it just lands on him and the pillow's like <laughs> yeah yeah you'll see that is an important element of this story okay yeah <laughs> His goal is to fully come to life so he can be with Anne. We switch back to Anne's POV. After a shitty day at work as a web designer, she's asked out by her coworker Todd, and she quickly shuts him down, telling him that she's here to work, not to date. He keeps on persisting, trying to convince her, and when he rubs her arm with his hand, she starts to cry because she hates being touched so much. <laughs> so it's very intense aversion to being touched. I'm just picturing him, like, gently touching her arm, and she's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. But he's very persistent. He's like gross about it. Ew. So Okay. That's fair. Yeah. I'd cry. She's like, I don't want to date. And he's like, come on. Yeah, you go. do. You want to date. She storms out of the office and rushes home to scrub all the parts of her that he touched. 
But before she gets into her building, she's accosted by some teenagers at the bus stop who catcall her, and one of them grabs her arm, and she freaks out and is like, don't fucking touch me. Yeah. What's up with people grabbing her? Yeah. And she describes herself as, like, not even, like, hot or anything. She's purposefully doesn't wear makeup she doesn't wear revealing clothing she doesn't put any effort into her appearance like she's like i try and look as plain as possible so people don't touch me but people still touch her i feel bad for her yeah yeah the teenagers call her a crazy bitch as she sprints into her apartment building where she immediately strips and gets into a boiling hot shower to scrub the germs off we're back in the pillows pov (laughs) oh god Anna's sad tonight. She laid down and cried into him, and all he wants to do is find a way to make her feel better. There's a knock at the door, and Anne gets up to answer it, and it's a man named Todd returning a wallet that she left at work after leaving in such a rush. And then Todd pushes his way inside, saying he really needs to use the bathroom. Go pee outside! I know, what the fuck is wrong with you, Todd? Yeah, just pee in the building. Idiot. He's like, I really have to pee. And she's like, no, no, no. And he's like, no, it's okay. I'll only be a second. I really have to pee. And she's like, please, no, no, no. And he's like, I'm inside. Uh -uh. He passes her bedroom and asks her if this is where the magic happens. And she's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? And then he gets all creepy and asks if she wants to Netflix and chill. And she starts to cry, begging him to get out of her apartment. She's having a horrible day. I feel so bad for her. (laughs) He sits on her bed, patting the pillow, gesturing for her to come sit next to him. And pillow knows that this is his opportunity to strike. Todd struggles as the pillow drains him of his life force, but it's no use and he shrivels up like a raisin and is now a skeletal looking frail old man and Anne is freaking out and calls 911 telling them to send an ambulance immediately. Yeah, the trauma. (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck? (laughs) It's not what I was expecting from this story. No. Todd is taken away by paramedics and she cuddles up to Pillow after collapsing in bed and Pillow is stoked because he's about to do something that will allow him and Anne to be together forever. We switch back to Anne's POV. The next day she leaves early from work because everyone is giving her weird ass looks after hearing what happened to Todd. She goes to the store and gets some snacks planning on going home and curling up with a comfort show to try and forget everything. When she gets home she senses something weird in her apartment and when she goes into her room she drops all her snacks on the ground as she stares at something on her bed pulsing and stretching no Ew. no <laughs> yo we're back in pillows pov and got and got home before he could finish forming himself his bottom half is done and he has some pants on but his top half is just an assortment of pillows <laughs> what <laughs> oh <my> god <laughs> part of a f- <laughs> Scared. I'm scared too. <laughs> Part of a face is formed on the topmost pillow, a dent of a mouth and eyes only, but that's it. The, <laughs> the, eyes, <laughs> the eyes are well formed, sitting in the center of the topmost pillow, turning toward Anne to watch her as her face drains of color. Oh dear, I can imagine having fully formed eyes rolling around in all that white space probably looks quite gruesome. Damn. Again, all the rest of me is soft feather-filled cotton that is bubbling, growing, and stretching. The process which will make me into a fully formed man, but for now, that form is more of a pillow sludge. All of that is to say, I look like a goddamn monster. It's like a thing from Men in Black. (laughs) 
That is frightening. <laughs> yeah. He tries to speak, but his voice is terrifying, and Anne fully starts to have a panic attack and passes out. He focuses on quickly forming his arms so he can pick her up and put her on the bed, resting her on what he refers to as her inferior pillows. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, fuck these pillows. <laughs> he works on getting a little more humanoid while she's out. And he describes himself at this point as kind of like a sketch of a human. So he draws ink from his tag and like kind of draws his facial features onto his <laughs> face. What? what? <laughs> so his face is still a pillow? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because at this point he had like human legs with pants but his torso was a pillow and then his arms were a pillow and then his head was a pillow with eyes oh my god that's what nightmares are made of (laughs) (laughs) we switch to Anne's pov she comes to and asks pillow what he is and he tells her that he's her pillow and he's in the middle of transforming himself into a human but will wait for her input before putting on the finishing touches he tells her he's in love with her and he plans to make himself hers he begs for her to tell him what she wants him to be so he can be exactly what she needs and she tells him she really doesn't even like people. And he says that he's not a person. He doesn't sweat or carry disease. He'll never betray or hurt her. And she's freaked out. But the more she thinks about it, the more she thinks maybe this is a good thing. She's into fictional anime men. And here's a dude who literally looks like a drawing. So she starts to describe the main character of her favorite anime. Oh, so it's like create your own man, kind of. Yeah, but pillow. But pillow. Mm, (laughs) Soft. We're back in pillows POV. They work together together with Anne describing her ideal man and he forms himself accordingly. He's tall and lean with an androgynous handsomeness about him with dark hair that falls over one eye. If you get too close, you can tell that he's made of fabric, but other than that, he looks great. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Aside from that small little detail, he's quite handsome. They start talking and she asks how long he's been sentient for and he says, quite a while. And she's like, oh fuck, so you knew when I was like, you know. Putting you between my legs. <laughs> if you're wondering whether I've been aware when you've ground your gorgeous cunt against me, the answer is yes. Anne takes a sharp breath and covers her face with her hands. Oh my god, she whispers from behind those small hands. I'm so embarrassed. Don't be. It was beautiful. You brought me to life, Anne. I hope one day to experience that again. To have you grind against my face as I thrust my tongue into your wet center and rub <laughs> your throbbing clit. You wouldn't have to do it all yourself anymore, my darling. I'm here to serve you. Is his tongue? fabric <laughs> everything is fabric oh. he decides to make a move and caresses her cheek and she doesn't jerk away so he tells her to come with him i should be afraid but you're irresistible what is it about you she asks as she takes my hand i'm simply one hell of a pillow <laughs> <laughs> he is one hell of a pillow I'm just one hell of a pillow <laughs> You'll never meet another one like me. (laughs) He's confident. I like that. We switch to Anne's POV. Pillow leads her to the bed and she realizes that she doesn't feel disgusted by touching him because he's just fabric. (laughs) She asks, what now? And says maybe they shouldn't do anything sexual because they just met. And he says that he knows everything he knows about the world because of her. He knows what she said to visitors or people on the phone and even knows what she's watched on her phone. She's mortified and asks if he's seen the hentai, the one with the tentacles. And he's like, oh yeah, I like that actually. And I've been here every time you've ground yourself against me to it 
until you came. She asks if they can just hold hands for now. And he's like, of course. And she asks what his name is because she doesn't want to just call him Pillow. Fair. He asks her to name him and she looks him over trying to think of a name that would fit him when she realizes that she never designed his dick. (gasps) Darn it. Design it. She decides to name him Ori and he loves it. Ori? O-R-I. Ori. Ori. What a name. Okay. Yeah. She said it sounds close to the French word for pillow. So. Quirky. Okay. Quirky girl. Yeah. Then Ori's head flops forward flat against his chest and he starts making this wheezing sound as he pushes against his chest, moving his stuffing up and into his neck. She asks what the hell just happened and he says that he's not as formed as he should be. He's too much pillow and not enough man. (laughs) She asks what they need to do to keep him safe. (laughs) (laughs) We switch to Ori's POV. He confesses to her that he's been draining the life force of insects and she's like, oh, so that's why there's always dead flies when I wake up. Ew. Terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) And then he tells her that he drained the life force of shitty Todd to become a man and she's not even a little bit upset about this and gives him a high five. She's like, yeah, fuck Todd. (laughs) That's scary. Yeah. He's like, hey, I killed that guy. Well, he's not dead. He's just an old man now. A raisin. (laughs) I thought he was dead. (laughs) No. Ori says that he needs to drain some more people to become more man than pillow and asks if she knows any more assholes like Todd and says that he can just take a little at a time and not do as massive of a drain like he did before. And Anne smiles and says, let's go for a walk. Anne. Come on, pillow man. She's devious. She is devious. Let's go drain some okay, life what force. Are, what is the public going to think of this fabric man walking down the street? <laughs> you can't tell unless you like get really close okay. to him. Okay. That's yeah. Fair. We switch to Anne's POV. She walks him to the corner where the teenagers were that Kat called her before and he's like walking and flopping all around because he's not formed all the way. So he's just like a wacky waving inflatable arm <laughs> flailing tube man. <laughs> She points them out and tells Ori what they did to her earlier. We switch to Ori's POV. The guys start to catcall Anne again, telling her to come over if she wants a real man. And now Ori is pissed. They walk through the group of them and they start touching Anne again. And Ori starts to subtly drag his fingers over whatever exposed skin of theirs he can find. They turn around and walk back to her apartment where Anne immediately goes and takes a shower to get the grossness off of her. She's already showered like three times, four times. Oh, yeah. And I just struggle to shower once a day. Oh, I hate it. such a chore. I don't hate showering. Like once I'm in the shower, I'm like, oh, this is cool. But like I have to like yeah. give yourself a pep talk. Tell myself like you need to shower. Like I'll look at the clock and be like, it's 8.05. I'll shower at 8.30. There you go. Yeah. And then if, if it's like 8.35, I'm like, I'll shower at 9. <laughs> and at 9.05, I'll shower in the morning. It's fine. fine. (laughs) By the time she's done in the shower, he's a lot more sturdy, but he still has one more part of himself to build. And he definitely wants Anne's input before he starts to form it. She tells him she's ready. She's ready to be intimate and asks him to touch her. He tucks her hair behind her ear and gently caresses her cheek. And she says she wants more. She wants him to touch her everywhere. He picks her up under her ass, putting her down on the bed and her legs are wrapped around his hips. And he tells her he wants to see all of her and removes her shirt and bra. I can feel my new pupils expand as I gaze down at her lovely breast. The large mounds of them fall heavy to the side as she's lying flat on her back. Her nipples are hard already and the area around them is a soft pinkish brown. I can't resist dragging the pad of my thumb over one of those peaked nipples making her arch up into my hand with a soft hiss. Your skin. It doesn't feel exactly like skin. I mean, it feels like how a thumb should be sort of rough, but it also feels like, well, fabric. 
Anne takes my hand and inspects it. It looks much more like flesh than it did before we left the house earlier, and it does feel like it at first, but on my lips and on my nipple, I could tell it wasn't. On my sensitive spots, basically, it felt more like denim than skin. Oh, denim. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. At least he's not microfiber, I guess. It, true. Oh, thank God. True. Or cotton balls. <laughs> they share a kiss that quickly turns into a full-on makeout session, and she tells him his lips feel like satin and demands that he undress. He starts to, and when she goes to undo his pants, he says, nah, you first. She takes off her pants, leaving her in just her cotton undies, and takes his pants off, leaving him in just his boxers. But when she goes to reach into them, he stops her and tells her they need to talk. Because he doesn't have yeah. a dick. Well, I don't have a wiener. I need you to make my pee-pee. <laughs> we switch to Anne's POV. She's confused and thinks maybe he has a small dick that he's embarrassed of because she did notice his bulge was a little lacking. She asks what's wrong and he tells her nothing is wrong. They just need to finish making his cock and balls. She's stoked asking if she gets to design it and he's like, hell yeah, you do. She tells him she's never seen a dick in real life, only what she's seen in hentai or movies. She tells him about a picture she saw in a visuals novel forum of a dick that was a little thick about six inches with no curve soon enough a bulge begins to inflate in his underpants i stifle a giggle at the sight it's less like a cock growing hard and more like a balloon inflating it's just so silly (laughs) but when it's finally done the outline of it is definitely not a balloon my mouth goes dry at the side of it my fingers itch to pull down that waistband finally i slide my fingers under the waistband of his black undergarments and slip them slowly down his freshly created cock springs free and I gasp. It's exactly what I asked for. Beautiful if ever one could be described as such and balls to match. Beautiful penis. <laughs> and the balls. Yeah, don't, don't forget, forget the, the balls. balls. Don't forget the balls. Beautiful balls. Mm, I love a good ball. <laughs> Do you? I mean, my husband's but <laughs> that's it. I love my husband's balls. <laughs> Ori tells her he's a little nervous and she says not to be because he looks super hot right now. She licks her finger and runs it up his shaft and grabs it, putting it in her mouth. He tells her he wants to make love to her. This might be weird, but what if we adjust it while it's uh, inside me? I mean, we could find the perfect size if it's literally inside, right? Is that dumb? I rub my fingers together nervously, waiting for his reactions. That's not in any way a foolish suggestion. In fact, I think it's brilliant. Who else in the world would have that opportunity he sits up and strokes the side of my cheek eyelids heavy with desire shall we give it a go then do it give it a go what a smart idea honestly we switch to ori's pov Anne says she'll be right back and runs to the bathroom returning a few minutes later still topless in her little panties come to me my love and lay next to me i slide over and pat the bed beside me and she follows my instruction take off your panties and spread your legs for me let me see your pretty cunt i decided to be forward with her with it being her first time and all she's likely to be a bit nervous and in need of direction i admit i'm a nervous virgin as well but being a pillow i don't have the virginity hang-ups people do and so i feel it's my responsibility to take the lead we love a leader yeah a little virgin leader take lead find your confidence pillow you're magnificent Anne. spread your lips for me i want to see all of you she places one hand on her breast and the other cups the dark curls on her enticing mound she uses two fingers to spread the outer lips of her fold showing me the inside of her offerings her offerings 
I groan as I crawl forward, needing to witness that pink perfection as close as possible. Her offering. Her offerings. I'm going to call it that from now on. <laughs> Ori asks if he can taste her, and she says, yes, please. My satin tongue glides through her slippery folds, pushing deep into her core, teasing her, then out again to circle the firm butt of her clitoris. <laughs> she pulls my head against her sweet heat and grinds against my face, using me roughly as if I were simply the pillow of before, only now I've got lips and a tongue and teeth to further the pleasure. She pulls me harder against her, so hard that a normal man wouldn't be able to breathe. Thankfully, being mostly a pillow, I can last much longer without air and can survive her overpowering embrace until I feel her shake and tense around me. Wetness floods against me as she cries out in pleasure. Yes, this is what I've dreamt of for so long. (laughs) When she comes down from her orgasm, she looks at Ori and screams. He looks into the mirror on the closet door and sees that his face is completely flat. Oh my god. (laughs) God. Oh, well, it appears I only need to fluff myself back up. Apologies. (laughs) I give myself a few pats and like a good pillow, I'm back in tip-top shape. Okay, I keep forgetting you're a pillow. Huh. I suppose I was grinding kind of hard. Anne snorts out a laugh. Not that I minded one bit. I slide a finger along the seam of her pussy, feeling how incredibly wet she is, and making her hiss in surprise. And you certainly enjoyed it. That's all that matters to me. <laughs> I just need to fluff my. He's just back like, up. hang on. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me, Let me freshen up really quick. Zhuzhing. Anne says that she's ready to fuck now, and he says that his whole existence is for her, and he wants nothing more than to pleasure her. And Anne says, yes, Ori, fuck me now. (laughs) Fuck her now. We switch to Anne's POV. I'm begging for a pillow to fuck me. What kind of day is this? I mean, he's in man form, but still, this has to be the first time in history it's ever happened. I'm seriously about to lose my virginity to a living pillow. Holy shit. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah. (laughs) Ori puts two fingers inside of her and asks if it's all right. She says yes, it feels really good, and she's ready for him. As he enters her, she starts to feel some pain, so she asks him to be a little smaller for a second. He shrinks his dick, and she says that's better, and they begin to kiss as he thrusts into her. She starts to get really into it, and she tells him to get bigger, to go faster. He does as she says, and swings her legs over his shoulders, growing his dick almost to the point of being too big. He tells her to touch herself, and she does, coming hard around him. You're not done, Anne, or he growls. I remember the thing you like to watch i remember the tentacles <gasps> is he gonna grow tentacles i moan running my fingers through the back of his hair as he kisses me rocking my hips against his as he moves it feels good wonderful and then it feels like tentacles <gasps> there are tentacles touching my vagina ori what are you doing i squeal as one tentacle rubs against my already overly sensitized slippery clit <gasps> ori <laughs> dirty man <laughs> Pillow. Pillow man. (laughs) Ori pulls back far enough to gaze at the point of our lovemaking, a crazed look crossing his perfectly created features. A second thin tentacle slips alongside Ori's cock, stretching me, and I cry out in perfect agony. Oh, I really wish there were some, like, visuals to this. I would love to see that. Fan art? Yeah. We can look for some. (laughs) A third tentacle nudges against my rear entrance unexpectedly, and I flinch. After a few breaths, I relax and decide that if I'm going to be a tentacle fucker, then I might as well go all the way. Yeah, you will. (laughs) Come on in. The back door is open. (laughs) 
The feeling of the first tentacle rubbing my clit combined with the second pressed against his cock inside my hot channel is already so intense. When that third one works its way into my tight asshole, I just explode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. And this is, she's a virgin. Yeah. Not anymore. No, she's getting fucked. On all accounts of the word. (laughs) When her orgasm fades, Ori absorbs the tentacles back into his body and tells her he's going to come now. Then come, please, fill me up you don't understand his face screws up and he pulls out of me with a hiss holding his cock above me okay coming on my chest is fine too i close my eyes and wait for the onslaught of jizz but it doesn't come (gasps) no when i hear him gasp (laughs) and moan my name i cautiously open my eyes something tickles my stomach no (laughs) and i give an incredulous snort as i see the white fluffy things in the air (laughs) I lift my head to see a final (laughs) spurt of downy feathers float out from the end of his cock. They're everywhere in the air between us, landing on my nude body, my face, and my hair. (gasps) He just came feathers? (laughs) Because he's a pillow. He doesn't have anything else inside of him. So what happens when all the feathers leave his pillow body? He's got to keep sucking the life force out of people so he can keep coming. Ori is embarrassed and Anne assures him that she loves that he comes feathers and is stoked that it means that he can't get her pregnant, but he's going to be in charge of sweeping it all up. We love a man that cleans up after. (laughs) A pillow. (laughs) A pillow man. We switch to Ori's POV. Some time has passed and they're at the shelter picking out a kitten to adopt. He spends most of his time in Anne's apartment since he's not socially adept enough to venture out alone yet. Anne hands him a kitten and he scratches it behind its ears and the kitten starts making biscuits on his arm, ripping some of the fabric, (laughs) causing some feathers to spill out. Ah, Of course. Anne says maybe they'll just get a fish instead. The next day, Anne is at work and Ori is setting up their fish bowl for their new goldfish when Anne's landlord knocks on the door. He looks around and says that he sees that they got a goldfish and that they're going to have to pay a pet deposit. What? Oh, God. I'd <laughs> be yeah. like, I'll just get rid of the fish. <laughs> flush it right now. And catch me. <laughs> the landlord shoves into the apartment saying he's going to check to make sure they didn't get any other pets. And when Ori follows behind him, his leg gives out. So he's getting all floppy again. <gasps> Kill him. Suck the life out of him, Ori. Anne doesn't know it, but Ori Ori needs to continually feed on people to keep up his form, and he's been secretly touching people that have been rude to them to stay sturdy. The landlord says he'll be back later to keep checking that they didn't get any more animals, and Ori grabs his throat and is like, no, I don't think you will. He drains him until the landlord is just a drooling mess, and Ori brings him down to the stairwell for someone to find. He feels a strange sensation on his arm and rolls up his sleeve to find real flesh. He freaks out and checks the rest of his body because he knows that Anne is not going to like it if he gets skin, but it's just the one spot. Anne comes home from work, and he rubs her feet, asking if she wants anything to eat, and she's like, no, I'm stuffed. They had a pizza party at work, and he's like, no, I'm the one who's stuffed. <laughs> oh, Ori. The end. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, what an Cliffhanger. ending. Yeah. Okay. So the second one is called Double Stuffed. And I'm assuming we're going to find out what happens with Ori and his flesh spot. Yeah, I want to know. Well, we got to read Double Stuffed, I guess. To continue. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, Riley and Shelby, how many red pepper emojis do you give this? Three. 
Yeah, I think I agree with three. Okay. It sounded like you were going to say four, but I mean, three. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I think I'll side with you, you know, three and a half. It was a fun one. It was It fun. was fun. fun little read. It was not what I was expecting at no. all. I was not expecting the humanoid figure. I was just expecting, Mm-mm. like I said, big mouth talking pillow. Honestly, same. Yes. Yeah. I was also not picturing like the dark aspect of it. Of yeah. Him, you know, like sucking <laughs> life. <laughs> yeah, he's an evil pillow. A morally gray pillow. Yeah, he's morally gray. And you know what? Here on this podcast, we love a morally gray man or we do. sentient creature. Man pillow. Man pillow. I mean, I guess on that note, do you guys think that Ori is sexy? No. No, he kind of scares me. Yeah, he scares me. Freaks me out. He is frightening. He's intense, especially like knowing that he's just this big pillow man, and now he has just this like one patch of like human flesh on him. I don't like that at all. I don't like that at all. Yeah, nope. I don't like it. Would you guys trade places with him? Not at all. (laughs) Not in a million. Not even a thought. Would you? Fuck no. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. I'll apologize again for the corrupted Ruin of Roses file, but I do think that this episode is really fun. Yeah. So. It was really fun. A nice little I'm surprise. Glad we did it. Yeah. yeah. If you liked this episode, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Smut Up and Listen Podcast and on TikTok at Smut Up and Listen. Tell your friends, but not your mom. And we'll see you later, you horny little rats. <laughs> <laughs>